0: My name is Amanda Newland Davis, and I run Oklahoma Cold Cases along with my partner Jen. At Oklahoma Cold Cases, we try to shine light on the cases of the missing, murdered, and unidentified that otherwise don't get much media attention. For the last four years, we've existed solely on Facebook, sharing the posts of the missing, murdered, and unidentified of Oklahoma. But this past year, we've branched out and started a database in which we list all of the names of every cold case that is in Oklahoma that we are currently aware of. You can find us at oklahomacoldcases.org. I would also like to take a minute to let you know about our podcast, which is called The Throwaways. It is about the Lawton Serial Killer, which is a series of unsolved killings considered to be by the same killer which took place roughly between 1999 and 2003 in Lawton, Oklahoma. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome to 20-Minute Missing and Murdered, where we share a true crime in under 20 minutes. In these segments, we will be sharing information on missing people and cold cases. This podcast contains explicit content, so listener discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the views of the hosts and do not reflect the views of affiliates, associates, or sponsors of this podcast. And now, here's your siren, Raven Rollins.
2: We have the case of Jose Prado from Ada.
1: Jose Prado, 29 years old. This was in 2015 in Bing, Oklahoma, which is that town we've talked about. That's just a little north of Ada, like 10 miles. Prado's it's like five
2: minutes tops.
1: Yeah, Prado's body was found in September 2015 in a small travel trailer where he lived on a ramp. Oh, shit. I remember this. I think I remember this one. I'm pretty sure. We'll find out. Yeah. I'll shut up about it. Prado's body was found in September 2015 in a small travel trailer where he lived on a ranch located two miles north of Ada, between the towns of Ada and Bing. He was shot to death with a 9mm handgun. Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation Special Agent Josh Dean testified at an earlier court proceeding that the motive for the crime was robbery. Sheila Arles, 37 at the time, allegedly went to the ranch the evening of September 23rd looking for someone else who lived there, but the person was not there at the time. She was allegedly going to trade sexual favors for money, according to a court affidavit. She allegedly told Dean later during an interview that she ran into Prado and told him she would have sex with him for $150. Arl said she wanted the money up front, but Prado reportedly said he didn't have it at the moment. Arl said she agreed to come back later when he had the money. You are 29 years old. Why are you mm. fucking paying this 37-year-old woman $150 for sex? Like you don't man, it's,
0: it's You data. don't
1: have to do the <laughs> sex part, man. You know, just give her $150 fucking <laughs> dollars. Like Jesus. Anyways, to r- get the r- hell out of there. Is just, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <coughs> later, Arles along with Ben MacIntosh the Fourth, who was seventeen at the time, and her son, returned to Prado's residence. Wow, mom.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. My
1: God. Okay. Oh, this is a boy. This boy is 17 years old. He's going to grow up with this. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. (sighs) These people are stressing me out and we haven't even got there yet. (laughs) She went into the trailer with Ben, her son, who told her he wanted to rob Prado of the money instead of letting him pay her for sexual favors. They got into an argument with Prado, and that's when Prado brandished a fake gun made of wood. McIntosh fired his gun, killing Prado. What the f- Yep.
2: What? The fake gun made of wood thing is so strange to me, because- Why? I mean, it had to have been so obvious that it was a fake gun. Yet this kid, who came in there with the gun himself, planning on robbing this guy- Just like was just I saw it and just immediately fired at this guy, like knowing that it was a fake gun. So stupid.
1: I mean, it's you're not the brightest. Why would you why would you fucking why would you pick up a wooden gun and Wave it around like something Dude. threatening was going to happen. Please explain that I thing. told you this was a weird is one. It because, I told you. Is it because the kid's 17, so you're like, oh, I'm just going to scare him? But what you don't know is little Benny Maybe. here wanted to fucking rob you so that his mom wouldn't have to be a prostitute today. know?
2: Uh- <laughs> oh, it gets even weirder. Oh, just, God. Just, I can't. Okay. let's wait.
1: <laughs> All right. Months passed after the killing, and investigators had run out of leads. But the case took a turn when two boys, 14 at the time of the video release, 12 at the time of the murder, these two boys reportedly made and posted a rap video online. I couldn't find it. Well, it
2: it had been put on YouTube, and they authorities. Took it down like almost instantaneously when they found it. So because
1: it's part of a oh, I bet I could. Let me see if I can get it sent to me. All right, <laughs> I, if you
2: do, I will put it in
1: here. Let I me, swear. Let's see what I can do. All right, because <clears throat> I mean, if if this isn't an ongoing investigation anymore, then there's no reason I can't have it. You know. Uh, It's out there probably floating around somewhere. In the video, the boys allegedly made threats to shoot faculty and other students at Bing Junior High School. He said he had an AR-15 and he was going to go to the school and shoot up some people, said Pontotoc County Sheriff John Christian. Both were arrested for the threats and after obtaining a warrant, authorities searched the home of one of the boys, which turned out to be the Arles residence. During the search, investigators found a, a spent nine millimeter PMC casing. But yeah,
2: this this was the Arl's other son that was threatening to shoot up the school. Everything's fine. The kids are fine. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Uh,
1: they found a nine millimeter casing under a couch, according to Sheriff John Christian. OSBI crime scene text found and collected five. 9 millimeter shell casings at the scene of Prado's homicide. The spent shell casing found at Arl's House was shot from the same gun as the shell casings found at the homicide scene, according to authorities. A third person was later arrested in connection with Prado's homicide, 25-year-old Anthony Deshaun Franklin of ADA, Franklin told Dean that McIntosh asked him to help get rid of a high point nine millimeter pistol. Franklin said he and another man took the gun into Ada and sold it for $250, according to Dean. The person it was sold to was not documented in the affidavit. Why? That's... Okay. I don't know. Anyways, Franklin pleaded no contest to accessory to a felony in September 2016 and was sentenced to 13 years in prison. He's currently incarcerated in the Lawton Correctional Facility. Ben McIntosh IV was charged with killing 29-year-old Jose Cruz Prado Aveda. He was originally charged with first-degree murder, deliberate intent, first-degree murder, felony murder, and conspiracy to commit a felony. As part of a plea agreement, McIntosh's charges were reduced to second-degree murder and conspiracy. Can you explain to me why, like, he planned a robbery. He didn't plan to kill a man. I have
2: no idea why sometimes the DA decides to charge a certain way. Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, He was sentenced to 30 years in prison for the murder charge and 10 years for the conspiracy charge. McIntosh must serve 85% of the 30-year sentence before he's eligible for parole. Sheila Denise Arles was also charged in a case. She pleaded no contest February 24th, 2017 to a charge of second-degree murder and was sentenced to 30 years with the Oklahoma Department of Corrections. She, too, must serve 85% of the 30-year sentence before being eligible for parole. Arles is currently incarcerated at the Mabel Bassett Correctional Center in McLeod. Yeah, I don't know why she got
2: second degree and he got first degree initially. I don't, that's, that is kind of weird. Was it her gun? I I do not know. But, I mean, I'm just guessing that, I mean, the DA wouldn't charge him with it if they didn't think that they could get him for it. And a lot of times, I mean, sometimes DAs charge, like, they up the ante with their charges to see if they can get a plea deal so that they don't have to go to court. And this may have been one of those instances. So, but there you go a rap video posted by two 14-year-olds.
1: Yeah, like I said. To the arrest of these two. My buddy was a coach at the time there being, and hes I think he was junior high coach, and he's like, "Uh, so some fucky things are happening. I was like, oh my God.
2: I don't want to say that they shut down the the school for a couple days. They did.
1: I think they had it on lockdown. Yeah. I don't know. Of course, at that point, they probably have to talk to staff and everything else, like Did you have him in class? How did they act? Is this, you know, normal? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I don't know know how that works, but... I'm sure. Thanks for listening to this episode of 20-Minute Missing and Murdered. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Join us next time on the Sirens Podcast. Do we have an outro? That's our outro, isn't it?